Welcome to Bleacher Bets. Hey guys, welcome to the second episode of Bleacher Bets and Fantasy Bets. Again, this is me, Dimitri, and Tony. What's up, guys? So kind of the rundown for this week, I'll start with some fantasy talk for baseball. Uh, we'll, we'll hit free agency, NBA free agency a little bit, and then we'll wrap things up with um, some betting. So I hope you guys liked the first episode last week. Um, kind of, you know, off the dome, um, kind of... Spoke about things that were on our minds. Uh, may have been a little overplaced, but it was the first time. So, you know, cut us some slack there. Um, you know, I'm hoping uh, with each and every podcast it gets a little better. Uh, um, try to keep it a little bit shorter today. Um, yeah, let me uh, let me get started with the fantasy baseball pickups of the week. So I'm basically going to run down position by position um, who might be available in your league. Um, and let's start with catchers. <clears throat> so John Hicks, he's, uh, he's actually playing first base for the Tigers right now, but he's actually catcher, catcher eligible. Um, he's batting 353 with a 405 uh, on base percentage over the last two weeks. So. He's been red hot, uh, 40, 47% owned in Yahoo leagues. Um, first base, we got Eric Dames, um, came off hot last year, uh, from Japan. Um, kind of died out, seemed to be a little irrelevant towards the end of the year. Uh, beginning of this year, didn't start out too hot, just came off the DL. Um, and now he's usually fitting somewhere in the top five of the Brewers batting order. That's one of the best runs scoring and producing, um, lineups in the majors. So now a week off the DL, he just had a two-homer game against the Phillies, um, you know, and he can always explode for those type of games any given day. So 47% owned if you're looking for a first baseman. Next, uh, at second base, Ian Kinsler, Angels veteran, has seven homers to go with four stolen bases over the past month. And while he won't hit for average, um, you know, his, his veteran uh, play discipline will, won't lead to many strikeouts. So that's a good... Um, Second base pickup if he's available. And then at third base, Ryan Healy, former uh, Oakland Athletic, now playing for Seattle. He's notoriously known for his hot streaks. He was like that um, in Oakland. Um, right now, he's on a current hot streak, batting 400 with four homers over the past week. He's 43% owned. They're looking for a third baseman. <clears throat> so at shortstop, probably, if not the hottest guy uh, one of the hottest guys in baseball is Jerickson Profar, the utility guy for the Rangers. Um, he was filling in at short for um, the Rangers star, Elvis Andrews, um, who's on the DL. Um, he's usually been their utility guy, but in May, he brought in 19 RBI, picked up 14 more in June to go with five homers. Uh, but now with Andrews back, I believe he just got activated um, today. We'll see how much um, time is shared between Profar and Odor at second, who's been, you know, not as great as batting average is uh, pretty crappy. So uh, maybe we'll see what Texas does there. Andrews, I'm assuming, is going to go back to his position at short, and maybe they put Profar over at second. 
Um, so for outfield, um, Brandon Nimmo, looking like uh, one of the lone bright spots in the Mets batting lineup. It's got 18 homers, 13 RBI, and 19 runs in the in the past month. Uh, he's 52% owned. Another outfielder, if you're looking for some speed, you got Delino DeShields, again for uh, another Ranger. He's got five in the past two weeks. Um, he's th- 34%. Um, in terms of starting pitching, we're going to go with Red Sox and a Yankee. So Stephen Wright, Red Sox knuckleballer, is posting a phenomenal 1.23 RA um, with a 1.04 whip. He's got 29 Ks through 36 and two-thirds. Um, we'll see how long that knuckleball lasts. When these guys are on, they're usually on fire. Um, no one's really hitting them right now. He's 55% owned. And then we got uh, a recent call for the Yankees, Jonathan. Tony maybe knows how to pronounce this. Loasiga? Loasiga. Wow, I got it right. Um, he's filling in for uh, an injured Tanaka. I believe it's his hamstring, right, for Tanaka? Both of his hamstrings. Yeah. And um, now he now he has an inner ear infection, so. Yeah, so he's dealing with some shit right now. Um, he played pretty well against the Rays. Five scoreless innings, six Ks. Actually, fun fact, he got 17 swing and misses on 91 pitches. Which really? He's got, some, he's got some bat missing ability, which is good. But he burst the Rays, right? Yeah. But still. Um, but still, that's that's a good sign. Um, and I, to be honest with you, you know, I didn't really expect much from this kid. Um, so not bad for five innings pitched. 15% owned in league, so he'll definitely probably be available unless someone picked him up. Um, but most likely someone picked him up and dropped him, so try to get him through the waiver wire. And then lastly, um, for relief pitchers, I guess the only real guy right now you can pick up is, if he's available, Hector Rondon. Um, Astros' new closer. Took over the role. Look what it looks like from Giles, who actually um, just set up Rondon, uh, pitched the eighth inning, and then Rondon the ninth when uh, Rondon just picked up his fourth save. Um, yeah, of course the Astros' run differential will limit his save opportunities, but there's um, you know they're the Astros, and ultimately they're going to win games, mm-hmm. shit ton of games. So he's definitely a guy that can pick up saves. The win streak's going to end tonight. So, um, yeah, that's it for fantasy talk. Just gave you one uh, pickup there. Uh, free agency. Yeah, let's uh, Tony take the lead for free agency. Start getting into that. All right. Well, I don't know what you think. LeBron's probably going to be the last, the last chip to fall. He's probably going to see where everyone else is going. So first, let's start with DeAndre Jordan. I think it's. He's not staying on the Clippers, even though the Clippers have a, a bunch of cap space. He would have no reason to stay there unless LeBron goes there or Paul George, which I doubt. I think DeAndre Jordan's probably going to go to the Rockets. What okay. do you think about that? Um, well, it depends. What's the deal with Capella right now? He's a restricted free agent. Right. So you think the whole can- thing is that right. he's going to get restricted. Someone's going to completely overpay him. And I don't, they're going to have to choose between Capella or Jordan. Who would Capella, you take what, what? Who would you take if you're them? Well, I don't think it matters who, who I would take because I think that they're just going to try to make Chris Paul happy. And I'm pretty sure Chris Paul wants DeAndre Jordan. I mean, 
they, they do have a history playing together, but you think, um, you know, they didn't really have much success in uh, LA. So you think that'd be a good idea bringing them over? It might be something they would have to consider because I don't really, someone's going to offer Clint Capella like the house, right. not a good team. Probably like, let me think of it. Will Barton's another one. He's an unrestricted free agent. He's a shooting guard. He, he'll go, he's going to go to a team like the Clippers. Right. Where uh, do you think, where are you going to say? What are you, you thinking about Aaron Gordon? You think Magic, um, you think someone will pay him big or he'll stay for the Magic? Uh, he's a restricted free agent. I don't, I mean, if the Magic want to do that, they're, they're kind of tying themselves up to a guy that gets hurt a lot. Same thing with Zach Levine for the Bulls. I mean, he's definitely got a high ceiling, Aaron Gordon. You know, he's showing that uh, he could perform. Um, sporadically, but yeah, you're right. Injury prone. Someone's uh, someone's gonna have to form a super team. It's that's the only. So what do you? So speaking of super teams, you think uh, the Lakers are the next one? What do you think that's gonna work out? Well, Popovich said he's not trading to the Lakers, so I doubt it. Anyone else you think uh, possibly could go over there to the Lakers? You think uh, uh, you think Paul George opts out? And, uh, yeah, those- Paul George is definitely going to opt out. Money-wise, he's definitely going to opt out. So, you think destination? I mean, a lot of speculation that he might be heading over there. I mean, if if Paul George and LeBron go to L.A. and they can get – the whole thing is I think it is if they get rid of Julius Randle, they can have two max deals. Or if they – even if they don't get rid of Julius Randle, they can just extend Luol Deng like eight years or something right. and pick up – they can then they can get two. I just don't see why would Paul George and LeBron go to LA? Like, do you think that team could beat the Warriors? They probably can't even beat the Rockets if Chris Paul stays there. Right. And the Cavs' position right now, they're just they're not looking good at all. Even with LeBron leaving, they're not going to have any cap space, right? So, no, I heard I heard they were trying to call for Kawhi Leonard, but they would need like four teams involved to get that done. Yeah, um, Jabari Parker is interesting. Right. So that's a kid that has star potential, but again, he has his knee issues. Um, you know, the Bucks are probably one of the best rising teams right now. I like them in the in the Nuggets um, and the Jazz as three of the younger teams in the league that are um, the team teams to watch. So I don't know how do you, how do you think that works out with Jabari? You think they have room for him? Um, I just don't. They have the emergence of, of Maker, um, with different playing styles. Obviously, Maker Maker kind of plays more of a center. Um, the whole thing is that the reason I was saying about honestly now looking at it, looking at the cap space, the Rockets aren't even going to be able to get DeAndre Jordan or Clint Capella because Chris Paul says he's taking nothing less but the max, and James Harden what makes is one of the highest paid players in the league. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So they're, you know, they're having, they have room for one, and, and it has to be Chris Paul. The way you said. So uh, anyone who thinks that LeBron's going to the Rockets, that's not going to happen because him and Chris Paul both said they're not budging for maxes, which I don't really get why LeBron would say. I'd be the one guy. If if LeBron says he's not taking the max, then he's kind of saying that. He doesn't really care about winning champion. I mean, he obviously cares, but not as much as he used to because 
Well, no, I think if he's not worried about the money, that's why he's going to be leaving. He's going to leave and go for the title. I mean, why else would he no, leave no. his city, you know? He wants, a, he wants to live a, a luxurious life now. I mean, I don't know. What do you think about that whole uh, his kid uh, committing to a team in L.A.? I don't, th- I don't think that means anything. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of speculation about uh, Hayward going to Miami when his uh, wife was putting up billboards down there, but that didn't really uh, work no, out. No, it was speculation by Dave. That was it. That was it. Un- <clears throat> he was wrong, of course. Dirk, I mean, Dirk has a team option. I, Dirk's obviously going to stay in the Mavericks, but this will be his last year. I don't Rondo's interested in that. I don't really know. He's unrestricted. I don't know if he would stay on the Pelicans. Yeah, what do you think about... um, What do you think the Mavericks are doing with their pick? What do they have, the third or second? Oh, no, they have the Uh, fifth. What? uh, They have the fifth. They have the fifth. They have the fifth. I mean, there's there's some speculations... um, that uh, Luka Doncic actually is being targeted by them, but I don't know if he drops that low. Um, you got the kid from Texas. I mean, the team that has the most cap space is Atlanta, but unless they want to trade the trade their pick, they're not going to get really anything. Yeah. In Me- I heard that Memphis is thinking about moving their pick because they think that they can win now. With Casal and Conley, I mean they they might as well. I mean, yeah, they they're, they're putting all the chips on the table if that's the case. Because no, they have to put all the chips. They they have Conley for the rest of his career, and Marcus Gasol's unhappy. And if they don't, then they're they have to trade Marcus Gasol, and that's a whole other. I don't know where he. That'd be interesting, actually. Seeing, what see, seeing what he'd do for a contending team potentially. You, you could see Marcus Gasol. That that is a guy the Lakers might target. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously his family has a history with the Lakers. Um, well, he doesn't have a history. He used, he got drafted by the Lakers. Right. He got traded for Pau Gasol. Right. That would be kind of a uh, strange situation if you think about it. Tyreek Evans is 100% out of Memphis. He, he he was told he was going to be traded, and he wanted to be out, and they didn't trade him. They kind of just held him there hostage. But there's a bu- – the whole thing is that everyone's making such a big deal about this NBA free agency. I don't – with the cap, there's really no way any of these teams could compete with the – unless you put LeBron on the 76ers, but everyone's saying that LeBron's going to be a horrible fit on the Sixers, which I don't really see. But obviously Charles Barkley and all of them know more than me. See, I don't think nearly as much is going to happen as people are saying. Uh, well, it has to if you think about it. I mean, DeMarcus Cousins is an unrestricted free agent. The Pelicans aren't going to keep DeMarcus Cousins and Miritic. I mean, Miritic. Well, think about his injury. Like, in the past, you know, obviously, Achilles injuries are pretty serious. Um, but I don't know. Just thinking as a big man, I mean, I know he's more of an athletic center, but... Do you if think it'll have as big as an impact on him coming back from the Achilles as it did? And honestly, if you think Kobe say late in his career, I mean, he was a lot older and he's a guard, but you know, who do you think? It looks like Kawhi Leonard, if he gets traded, is going to be the Celtics. 
You think yeah. Leonard's going to the Celtics? It, yeah, it, it, they said he's only, they're only trading him to an East team unless they trade him to the Sixers, but the Sixers will have to give up Fultz at least. Fultz and probably uh, who's the uh, who's the other guy they have? Saric. Saric. They would have to give up both of them and probably a first-round pick. The Sixers want to do that. Then. I mean, if they can get away with that trade, then I think that's a no-brainer. I think they could do that because right now Kawhi's – if they do that, they could they might be able to get Kawhi and LeBron because Kawhi's Kawhi just they'll have to worry about Kawhi's contract in the offseason because because he only has one year left on his deal. How do you think um, LeBron? See, people were always saying yeah, LeBron Sixers. I don't know how that worked out with Simmons because Simmons has similar playing style. Um, you know, he likes the ball in his hands. How do you think that affects him? Because he was the floor general for them this year, so. I mean, I think uh, se- second full season into the league, he's, he's going to want to develop as a player. And then you have a guy like LeBron coming in, similar to like a Kyrie Irving sort of situation, how Kyrie, you know, rookie of the year, was playing phenomenal. LeBron came in, kind of stole some of his spotlight. I mean, given they did win a ring, but obviously there was some tension between Kyrie and LeBron in terms of power. I don't, th- I don't think, I don't right? really think there was any tension between them. You think, think it was media talk? It was more. It was yeah. I, I don't think I don't think Kyrie has any bad. I think Kyrie just didn't like everything being about LeBron. I don't think he has any personal vendetta against LeBron. LeBron doesn't bring. Uh, I guess that's well, debatable. People well, say. It. Well, okay, okay. You just said that, right? And then this guy Ben Simmons has a history of being a little bit of a spotlight whore. Um, with the whole Don Donovan Mitchell rookie of the yeah, year drama between that's them. That's what I'm saying. Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid want to play with LeBron because they love the attention. Ky- Kyrie Irving clearly doesn't even like the attention. He he doesn't even like talking to the media in Boston. I, right. I honestly think Kyrie Irving would – but that's why it makes no sense to me. He says he wants to play in New York though, so I don't – I mean I think that's his team he grew up watching. You know, he's from Jersey, so. Um. I think that it's – I think that Kyrie, Kyrie Irving will come to New York. But it's all about if the Knicks are, are smart enough not to pull a trigger and trade for him. Speaking of the Knicks, you saw Porzingis on his yacht jumping off uh, models, jumping off the, the yacht. He looks pretty good in that one, huh? He jumped off a yacht. He's supposed to miss uh, most yeah, of the next season. This guy's jumping off the yacht. That's really smart of him. Yeah, that's good. And Carmelo, Carmelo and Dwayne Wade will follow wherever any of these big pieces go. Because they will all sign for the veterans minimum. If Carmelo thinks he's getting a big deal, then he he'll be a free agent for the rest for the whole year. What do you think is Melo's role if he goes anywhere? What he was in OKC. This was definitely the biggest drop in the season he's had. Yeah, but I think if he played with LeBron, LeBron would just kind of put him in his place. And a lot of people are also saying that LeBron could force a trade somehow, but I don't think he has the respect for the for Dan Gilbert to give them something in return. Right. Durant staying. It's it's all gonna. It's Paul George and LeBron. I don't even know if they. I, there was rumors that LeBron really wanted Paul George, and Paul George wanted to play in Cleveland. I think For, ultimately LeBron just breaks the Cavs' heart again and just goes off somewhere. Dan Gilbert's. Oh no, he's definitely not. He's definitely not staying on the guy unless the Cavs pull off some type of miracle and get someone like Kawhi Leonard or Paul George, which they can't. They would have to trade Kevin Love, J.R. Smith, 
kind of sad now that you think about it. It might be the end of his second era in uh, Cleveland. And, you know, I, I thought when he came from Miami, he was going to win at least more than one. But Wait, when he – Oh, when he went to back I'm to Cleveland. I'm saying he came. He came back to Cleveland, and it just happened uh, in this in a situation that the Warriors were emerging as a dominant dynasty, and it just kind of sucks for LeBron. But what are you going to do? I mean, it doesn't really suck for LeBron. In terms of his legacy, it could have. Uh, it wouldn't have hurt if he had uh, one or two more opportunities. You think? Yeah, you the think he just didn't finish. You think there's any chance Chris Paul leaves the Rockets? I mean, what, what other team do you think he's going to have a better chance of doing the one thing that you know, watching him play, the attitude, the, you know. Well, the, he, can, he can go to the Lakers. Well, it depends who else is signing there. What if else? him and LeBron go to the Lakers together, then they trade Lonzo and Brandon Ingram. If they offer Lonzo and Brandon Ingram and a first-round pick for Kawhi Leonard, there is no chance Greg Popovich says no, even if it's the Western Conference. I mean, you, you also got to look at it this way, right? I'm thinking about this right now. Both Chris Paul and LeBron James, yeah, teams that they go to, they end up becoming the point guards more or less, right? Like maybe not on paper, but you had LeBron go over to Miami – yeah, Wade was like a pseudo point guard. He was really a shooting guard, but then he became essentially the the guy bringing up the ball, guy with the ball in his hands most of the time. LeBron goes over to Cleveland, same thing. Kyrie more of like a one, maybe like a two guard. He ends up taking over, uh, bringing up the ball. Chris Paul goes over the Rockets. He ends up becoming the point guard where James Harden was playing the year before. So I don't know if those guys can mesh well together, but that's to be seen. You know, I don't know well, if that would be another example of power dominance. So, if if LeBron were to play with Chris Paul, Chris Paul would be the point guard. I think LeBron only becomes the point guard because no one else is really capable. I, now, I guess with Kyrie, he kind of, but Kyrie's not really a pure point guard. He doesn't. If he plays with Chris Paul, LeBron will have to do less, much less. Yeah, I mean, you can't compare Chris Paul's passing abilities. Or, sorry, you can't compare Kyrie's passing abilities to Chris Paul. Chris Paul is, you know, top five point guard, and he's been like that for a while. So Yeah, people are talking about big threes for him. And the, if the Lakers want to form any, it could be Chris Paul, LeBron, and Kawhi Leonard. Because if they get Chris Paul and LeBron, they definitely have all the pieces to trade for Kawhi Leonard. Or even do a signing trade with, with OKC to get Paul George. Right. The whole thing is that I don't think OKC would do that because they have Russell Westbrook and Lonzo Ball would just sit on the bench. What do you think is going to happen, uh, Russ, on the, on the OKC? You think he's just going to rot away over there? No, nah, eventually he's going to get fed up with everyone saying that he's not going to win and he'll he'll force his way out somehow. That that that's going to be a neck. He'll give it one more year though this year. It depends on what Paul George does. Some people are saying Paul George might want to stay on OKC, but I don't really know. I mean they they showed some signs of being really good, but I, I don't know. It was definitely not a good look that he goes from Indiana to OKC, and the guy he was traded for ends up, you know, having a breakout season. Pacers make the playoffs. OKC 
somewhat of a disappointment this disappointment this year. I don't know if OKC is the place for him, and I don't think he thinks of a long-term investment in that team. I think he might want to be out, and I think um, you know he experimented with Westbrook, and I just think it didn't work out because Westbrook is doing the same thing that happened with Durant. It's always a fucking pissing contest, and Westbrook's the type of guy that can take over the game and win it for you, or he can take over the game and lose it for you. And in the NBA, there's teams that are too good and won't let that happen. So, I mean, if if Paul George wants that ring, he got he has to be out of there. I don't I don't see him staying. Westbrook's just a cancer to his team and whoever he plays with. So, all right, let's go into yeah, let's go into um, some bad. So give me some uh, some hot games that you're thinking of putting down some money on. Let me just pull it up that I had. So tonight wasn't a good night at all. The Phillies are beating the Cardinals. The Pirates are beating the Brewers, which I thought that's what my biggest bet was. I don't right. get how that's happening, but hold on. So for the Yankees, they versus the Mariners tomorrow. We have Herman versus Gonzalez. I'm a huge Yankees fan, but I don't really – I think Diego Herman will get rocked. Yeah, I mean, he came off of a strong showing, but I don't see that continuing. Honestly, um, yeah, I mean, his uh, – what, he just picked up his first W, right? Yeah, he's pitched good in all the starts, but it's, it's not going to last long. Um, Gonzalez is pitching real well. Um, seven and three, three, three point four two ERA. Um, and Seattle's just their offense. I think. Yeah, I agree. I think they'll lead up German. So then you you have you have to also look at Boston. They have it. They have the Twins going up. The Twins are ice cold. I, I don't even have to look at the spreads, but but they have Chris Sale pitching tomorrow. That's Chris Wall's, Chris Sale's only six and four, but they'll be able to they'll beat up on the twins. The twins I think are done. I don't know I don't know what happened to them. I know they've been injured a lot, but that whole team it's all honestly the hottest picks to take all the time, I always tell Sully this, is the Tigers. I was just about to say Matthew Boyd, that kid's been hot. He's playing Even, playing yeah. shitty Reds team. Uh Romano's got like what was it, like a six ERA. He has he's been pitching terrible. Um. Yeah, I don't know. The Tigers, they've just been surprising people. Um, and it looks like Houston's going to lose tonight. They're down 4 nothing, even if they don't. But. The, Tigers, the Tigers are like a game or two from reaching 500, right? So they're, they're coming. They're only, a, they're only a two and a half back of Cleveland for the Central. Right, so they've been I mean, a, a hotter team. They, they're they're going to fall off. It, the teams to stay away from, or the, even though the Phillies are winning tonight, the Phillies are on a a steep downfall. The the Angels are all over the place. Even Oakland, Oakland was a hot take for me. You know, lot like for a lot of games, Oakland's now five hundred. They were battling five hundred all year, but it's not looking good. The Dodgers have been hot. San Francisco's been getting better. Colorado has fell off. I thought Colorado was going to win the West. So it's not like that anymore. You got Snell. Going against um, Berlin, 
and do tomorrow. What do you think about the over on that game? And I know you're thinking no, but Snell got rocked last time. Uh, four walks, four earned against the Yanks. Um, I don't know what's the what, I don't know what the line is on that, but it doesn't. Rocked by the Shrews. Um, I think he has another poor performance back to back. Um. Just want to say before we end that the Yankees all-timers game was a disgrace. I mean, Nicky Swish upper-decked it, so that's always a good thing to see. But Nick Swisher shouldn't have even been in the game. They didn't invite Jim Lyrics, who hits one of the most clutch home runs in the playoffs for the Yankees, but invites Nick Swisher, who was basically a cheerleader in 2009. Doesn't really make sense. He's a fucking man. Don't ever talk about Nick Swish like that. What has Nick Swisher really done? That old nine team was basically all star power. He was just he was the face of them. He, they, they, the Yankee fans try to portray him like he's Brett Gardner, like he's like a, a vital part to their team. He was the Yankees would have won that World Series without him. He brought the swagger. Anyways, wrap things up. It was a second episode of our podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed listening, and um, tune in next time. Thanks.